In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a strategy on how you can remain motivated in living out a chaste relationship in the midst of the culture. Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino. We'll help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. We are starting the year off strong. What's up, everybody? It is 2 a.m. everyone (laughs) we're starting the year off of podcast strong season two at 2 a.m season two at 2 a what season two episode two at 2 a.m let's go anyways (laughs) so this is how we're gonna this is how we're gonna do it because we know like towards the end of season one baby number two came and it was kind of hard like recording podcast episodes because every time we would try to do it throughout the day, you would hear (laughs) (laughs) rip to people listening. (laughs) But yeah, consistency was tough. Yes. Staying motivated to keep doing the podcasts were tough. I mean, I fell off for a while, but Rafi did his very best to keep going for you all. Yes, and we are continuing to do this for you all at 2 o'clock in the morning. We love you guys, and that's how we want to serve you. So, speaking of motivation, ah, yes. let's talk about motivation, especially in this area. Of chastity. Of chastity. Womp, womp, womp. So, this is one of those biggest, one of the biggest themes that we, we um, that, that, resonated a lot with our audience last year and we kind of wanted to share a different approach a different tool that you can use to help you to um, remain chaste um, in your relationship before you enter into the vocation of marriage right because it's a struggle for all of us at least most of us that are dating and a relationship, the feelings are there. You just want to love the other person. And sometimes you go too far. I mean, Rafi and I have both been there mm-hmm. in unchaste relationships. And we've experienced that guilt, that shame, those feelings of like emptiness when mm. you do fall in chastity. I mean, it, it sucks. And like for me, at least myself, I didn't know about theology of the body until mm. till you introduced it to me. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then I didn't know until I was introduced. Like, I think I just like stumbled on on a book um, about like theology of the body. And I was like, why? Why am I getting this now? Right. Like, why did nobody tell me about this? I mean, like. It was also introduced to me when we we're doing life teen ministry together. Oh yeah. So I was learning with the teens. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I should have learned it when I was a teen. All yeah. I learned at that age was don't do it because the church says so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Totally will motivate you to, to not do it. Not. Yeah. yeah. That will rebel. That takes brings out the rebellious side of us exactly. as teens. Like, no. Like, we didn't know the deeper reason mm. why we shouldn't be doing those things. And I wish we did. Yeah. Um, but I know you, you've shared it before, but you were in a relationship where you were being unchaste, but then you started having that shift where you wanted to be sh- chased. Yeah, that was difficult. So it was, it was that point where, like, so we were in a long-distance relationship. I was still serving in the military. And when we broke off, we were still in that relationship. But I was kind of, like, starting to get a little bit more serious about my faith um, alone while I was living in Florida. And at that moment, like, I started to learn about these things, like, theology of the body and like all these things about like chastity and purity and the benefits of it and i remember proposing this idea to uh, my ex like hey i want to actually live out a more chaste relationship and she responded in a way that i was not expecting Hmm. she was kind of like what do you mean like what did I do wrong or who are you seeing mm. that you're going to stop doing this with me? Like, what? why? I don't want to do that. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but I still stay in the relationship because I didn't know any better. I was just like, okay. Uh, just kind of like keeping it quiet, but it just kept tugging mm. at me, tugging me to the point where we ended up breaking up. But when she first reacted to you in that way, did you felt guilty for even like bringing or suggesting to be more chaste? Yeah, in, in a sense, a little bit because I wasn't that firm in my faith at that moment. Mm. Um, I was still like kind of like learning and wanting to like implement new ways of doing this. So yeah, I could say like I was not there yet. Mm-hmm. But through time, like go and then I started going like to mass a lot more. I started surrounding myself with the sacraments. Like it was being blatantly, like <laughs> blatantly known that I wanted to, to create a more Christ-centered relationship, like that I wanted to do things the right way and just kind of like stop doing the wrong things. Mm, right. And I feel like we definitely figured that out or we were trying to figure it out when we were recording by mm. reading books about how we could be more chaste, about listening yeah. to videos that could help us do that as well. Um, so we were definitely striving for it despite our unchaste past. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a huge shift, at least for me, in regards to like how dating was done in the the chaste way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just there were so many fruits that came from trying to live out chastity in our dating relationship. Hey, this is Rafi jumping back in here again. Are you looking to learn how to openly communicate your true feelings and desires easily to your partner? without having to nag, demand, or create more conflict? See, when we ask couples we've helped successfully discern and prepare for marriage what the most valuable skill they developed in their relationship, which gave them the confidence to take the next step, an overwhelming number of them said it was mastering their communication. 
See, imagine what your relationship could feel like if you could communicate anything to your partner without fear, judgment, or causing unnecessary conflict. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, the good news for you is that you can make this a reality for your relationship by attending our Holy Couples Communication Workshop. Go to holycouplesworkshop.com to get instant access now. For less than the average cost of a date, you and your significant other can learn our proven research-based communication frameworks that will help you create more open lines of communication so that you can understand each other on a deeper level, improve your trust and respect for each other, cultivate more of Christ's joy and peace in your relationship, discuss challenging topics with ease while minimizing conflict and maximizing connection, all which will help you discern marriage with more confidence, clarity, and peace. So if you desire to transform and level up your communication skills together, Go to holycouplesworkshop.com to get instant access to our best-selling communication workshop. Now, back to today's episode. Speaking of like the fruits, there are many fruits that our couples out there could experience um, because practicing chastity, is, it's not just because the church says so. There's reasons that it's good for you, good for your soul. Um, But some of the benefits of being chased before marriage, of course, one, like it's protecting, it's saving your soul um, because you're not committing the mortal sin of being unchaste and you're not putting your partner's soul in danger. Um, Another benefit is that it's protecting your heart from feeling all of those feelings of guilt and shame and emptiness because um, specifically in regards to like the unchaste act of sex, sex doesn't equal love Mm. or intimacy or fulfillment. It's just that's what society in the secular world tries to tell us through movies and celebrities and gossip and whatever out there. And it's just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, another benefit, you know, is that it, in it's related to like protecting your heart. Um, but you're not in a committed relationship when you're dating. And so when you have that physical attachment with someone, it just makes things a lot more harder. Mm. Um, because sometimes people just stay in a relationship because like, oh, I've already done this with them. So mm-hmm. it just makes it harder. Yeah, like physiologically, hormones are are um, what's it called? Are produced when you're when you're having sex, and that creates like the bonding attachment. That which is why sex is is meant for marriage. Like it's me- is meant to bond us as one flesh, mm-hmm. right? And when we're doing outside the context of marriage, then we. I think another thing I want to add here is it really clouds our judgment. Yeah. Like when we're discerning, when we're discerning marriage and we're doing this act, we are clouding our judgment and really objectively seeing our partner for who they are. And if they are actually a good fit to be our future spouse. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I experienced that, um, in my relationship because again, like I didn't, 
I didn't know all these things that were wrong about my relationship until afterwards. And it's because we were, we were unchaste. We were all about these feelings and all this stuff. It was, it's a messy situation. Yeah. And so the key here is to, um, remember why you want to be chaste in your relationship. Yes. Um, Yeah. And I think this is really important because I know a lot of people, you might approach this like, how do I become chaste? How do I do this? Like, what is what is the thing, the step by step? And I think even more important question to ask yourself is why. Like, why why is it important to, for me to be chaste in my relationship? Because that is that is going to be like the concrete, the foundation of actually putting in the action of doing whatever it takes to to put yourself in a, in a safe environment and not fall in chastity. See, when you don't have a purpose or you don't have like a motivation for why this is important for you and why this is important for your significant other, then there's nothing really driving driving you to actually try, right? Um, they say when, you, when your why is strong enough, the how-to is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And... Is there anything you wanted to add there? I, I do want to like share a, one tip. Yeah. Like when you're developing your why, um, of why this is important for you and your relationship, I want you guys to think about two things. Number one, think about the costs. The costs that it will, it will incur on your relationship if you decide to fail to implement this in your relationship like if you decide to continue to fall in chastity and continue to just live this type of relationship think about like what is that going to cost you like really like if you think about it it's costing you your souls it's costing eternal life it's costing your number one goal that's what our, our number one goal is to be in heaven like what is that actually costing you? And when you're when you're thinking about this, like really feel the pain of that. Like think about your partner. Think about what you're doing to your partner. I remember my my spiritual director did this to me. And like he really painted the picture and he was pushing. He was like, you know, you're you're really putting in her in, in in this position of you're you're practically damning her soul for doing this. It's like, how do you feel about that as a man? Mm. And I'm like, man, like I've never, like no one approached me in that way Mm -hmm. and like said, but because I felt all that pain, I was like, man, no more. I don't want this anymore. So feel the pain. And then of course, on the flip side, think about what will you gain? What will you gain if you were to live this type of relationship out? Like, you're going to be gaining so much. You're going to you're 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 paving the path of holiness for yourself and for your significant other. You're you're creating a more objective lens in your relationship. You're going to be able to discern marriage faster and more clarity. You're more your relationship's more pleasing and honoring to God and your partner like so much to gain. And when you start to when you start to like create this list of your costs and gains like you'll start to see that the gains will out like further outweigh the costs of this 
And hopefully that in itself, like you actually writing these things down will will motivate you to create that why. Mm, right. And once you know your why, make sure you communicate this to your partner so they know what you're working towards. And so they can either get on the same page as you or they can choose to do their own thing. Mm. And if they want to do their own thing, you might want to think twice about staying in that relationship with someone who's not going to support you wanting to be chased. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, and again, you just learn from, from my experience. Like, don't put yourself in that spirit. Like, if you know that that is what you want to live out and that you, you want to do whatever it takes to do that and if your partner is not aligned with that mission, I mean, just be real. Be honest with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. is that the person that you feel called to marriage with and again it's one of those hard conversations and discussions but it's better to make those discussions now with right. yourself um early on before before you actually make that lifelong commitment mm-hmm. so. because if they can't support you in this area in something that you value mm-hmm. what else are they not going to support you in mm. so just some things to think about um but with all that being said we hope you folks got a lot of value from this episode and how you can stay motivated and remaining chaste in your relationship this year. Yes. Um, we are praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. If you received some positive value from this episode, screenshot this on your phone and tag us on Facebook and Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Let us know why you love this episode and what you'd like to hear in the future. Also, if you're a Catholic in a serious relationship, discerning the vocation of marriage together, we'd like to invite you to join us at our free One Holy Relationship Couples Challenge. This challenge is designed to equip you both with the tools and strategies to help you discern and take action on the next steps of your relationship with more clarity and speed. Go to OneHolyRelationship.com to get registered for free. By joining this challenge, you will also get an opportunity to join a growth-minded community of other Catholic couples striving for holiness, who desire to discern and prepare for the vocation of marriage with excellence, as well as a live Q&A and coaching from us, so that we can answer all your burning questions. To join our free challenge, go to OneHolyRelationship.com right now.